0: Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. It's Friday! Hello beautiful! I hope you have had a wonderful week. You know I record these episodes a little bit in advance and so right now I am putting out into the universe that everything has calmed down. We are able to get back to normal and if that is not the case i want to send you out a big like bear hug and say i'm sorry that this shit show is still happening but i'm really hopeful i'm really hopeful that we have all come together as a universe (laughs) as planet earth and just really tackled um what has gone on the past few weeks Before we start our episode, I want to remind you about the services that I am offering in April to help and support you as much as I can. Now I know it is a very big scary commitment to work with me for 8 weeks physically, mentally, and financially so i am giving you a chance in the month of april and if it goes well and it fits into everyone's schedule and the universe is like hey we need this and i'll extend it for a little bit longer but right now it is just april time only i'm offering one-on-one one-hour coaching sessions now this is not just hey give me a call and we'll talk some things out you actually have to take some time fill in some forms These forms are pretty in-depth and it gives me a big snapshot of what is going on throughout your whole body. And what we do is we get on the phone, we have a really good conversation, and then after that, I take some time and do a four-week plan for you to really kickstart your fertility health journey. Now, this one-on-one coaching session can literally buy back time save you time, and increase your chances of getting pregnant naturally. Or if you are planning on going back to the clinics when they reopen, increasing your chances of getting healthy, beautiful eggs. And your husband can do this along the side. You know, these forms, um, you can download two copies, and he can do it along and kind of see if he would like to book a one-on-one session as well or do a couples coaching session. We can always work that out. On top of that, if you were thinking about doing some functional testing either with your doctor or your clinic and that's just not possible for you at the moment because they're not offering those services, I am offering a one-time order form so you can order up to three different functional tests. Once again, I will get you to fill out a four not a handful four forms and that I will review and once I get your testing back we'll put that and make a huge picture and try to really pinpoint exactly where your fertility issues are. If you've been here long enough, you know that it's most likely your fertility issues are not in your lady bits. They're hiding somewhere else, and we're going to get down to that root cause. So those are two amazing offers I'm offering for the month of April. I'm also opening up the Trying to Conceive and Beyond forum boards over on findingfertility.co now this is a monthly membership that you can join you actually get seven free days if you joined up for this round of the 10-day challenge, you actually receive a month's free of these forum boards. And these are highly interactive, very specific forum boards to get the exact support and help you need. Now, this is not like Facebook. You can't go on and get distracted about Auntie Joe or who got pregnant yesterday. This is for you to really hone in and connect with like-minded people and get my support. Any questions that you have, I answer them to my best abilities. Any words of wisdom that you need right now in your journey, or even if you just need to vent to people that get your situation, this is the place to be. So make sure you head over to findingfertility.co backslash coaching and check out the TTC and beyond forum boards. Remember, you get a seven day free trial. You get unlimited access to the support you need and deserve during this time. So without further ado, I know I like to have a good ramble. Let's get to today's podcast episode. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I am super excited to have Sarah back on. It's been a really long time since we got together and did this. As you know, me and Sarah agree on most things. (laughs) So it's always nice to talk to someone like that. And I hope um, that you guys are enjoying our episodes together as well. Today, we are talking about the number one thing that is missing in any infertility journey. And so, surprise, surprise, it's not some random vitamin or superfood that you can get at your grocery store. It is patients. Yeah. I didn't know if it would be a good topic to talk about is IVF selling out, Um, just for like people who are in that functional mindset frame and have done, like for me, I did, I had frozen embryos, right? So even Mm -hmm. though I was like in deep with the functional medicine side of things, I knew Mm -hmm. my root cause, I had my diet, my lifestyle, I still had two frozen embryos. You know, like
1: did, I could, you, did you use those two? Or what, I can't
0: remember what yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. No, I we used all of them. I that was the one I had a miscarriage, and okay. then I got pregnant with walk in two with months after that. Okay. But it was a really big mind trip. Like I, I knew the impact of like these, you know, or the potential impact of these immune suppressing drugs that I was about to use. It was this, but I didn't know my body was healthy enough to conceive naturally. So yeah. it was this, like, am I selling out? Even though I know all this stuff about functional medicine, but I I couldn't leave those embryos there. Like, that wasn't me. I was never gonna, you know, that's like such a big decision. I couldn't leave those embryos there. And I wasn't confident enough in my body because I didn't have like the proof. I wasn't gonna go spend another $2,000 to see if my high NK cells were elevated or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And then if I didn't use immune suppressing drugs and I miscarried, I would have always wondered if I used the immune suppressing drugs, if it would have worked. Yeah. Where, like I, I did those things. So when I walked away, when it was all said and done, I was like, I, I did everything I possibly could. That wasn't in my control. Those embryos weren't healthy enough. You know, my body, like in hindsight, my body was healthy enough. I had the immune suppressing drugs. I had the diet, the lifestyle, I had all that. But those embryos were made three, four years in advance. And even though they look good under the microscope, they weren't tested. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I remember even when I was working with my functional medicine practitioner going to do my second frozen embryo transfer, and which was the little man and feeling guilty that I was going to use medical assistance mm. and like... I don't know if it was guilty or more like being a failure, like I've put in all this hard work.
1: If it's 1% that are doing IBF, most people have done something naturally, but they don't, our thing is they've done the wrong things naturally. They've, you know. um, Yeah. I mean, that's the point
0: is like, I was feeling like I've done all this hard work. And at that point when I was feeling this, I didn't, the missing piece probably was the time. Right? Like, I don't know if we talk about being patient and that your body needs time that's to heal. And I didn't necessarily have that, like understanding that like, look, you are putting in the hard work, you know, you can't control everything. You need to give your body time to heal. No one can tell you how long it's, it's going to take to heal. Right? Like no one has a like magic crystal wall.
1: <laughs> and I, I because we're rushing into the these, one. sorry. I think that's a good one. Like patience, like, because this is a huge one for everyone. Like the the clock, like everything is, is patience. People want it done. But but if the question if and for everything in life, if you knew it would work out, well, what would you do? Like if you knew this was a done deal that you become a mother, I don't know when, but it was coming. What, like, then what? Give it more time. Yeah. Would you like panic and just do all these short, are these short term things or would you play for the long game and, and just keep going?
0: Yeah. If
1: it's a done deal people get panicky
0: yeah do you get like do you, have you had any clients that have ever expressed that kind of guilt of like putting in the holistic side of things and then like I'm still going to do the medical treatment and I'm still going to use those for you know for, I guess frozen yeah. embryos are maybe yeah,
1: on the functional side of things and it's like it's you know it's no perfect solution so sometimes they need to go and they yeah they worry then about taking birth control pills and doing all this medication after all the work they've done. Okay. We need to like dig into this conventional side. I think some of it's been missed over there because I want to go completely naturally. I'm like, well, there's, you have to look, there's other pieces of the conventional side that you might've missed like basic testing and things like that, that are part of it. Even if you want to go completely naturally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just super crazy how like your mind just plays these <laughs> like fucked up tricks on you right and maybe Mm -hmm. because you were coming into that mindset already with the conventional side of things it's really hard to get out of that isn't it it's really hard to um like totally walk away from that because you still have that like maybe that hope on you that that's going to be your that's going to be your quick fix you're going to get there quicker with
1: Oh no, that's what everyone thinks that's kind of it's going to work over there Right, it's the quick, it's the magic pill. You know, people told have asked me, is there a pill for this?
0: But yeah, I mean, I I guess it is that patience and having that patience and having that knowledge that you know, I had a I did this little Instagram the other day about um the whole like choosing between functional medicine and IVF, right? Like, there's this choice that you have to make and, um, using holistic things alongside IVF, but then they're not necessarily working. They aren't the magic fix that you think those holistic things are going to be for you. And so I did this Instagram about like my journey and how I, like, I just feel like I'm the perfect example of how both don't work and both do work, right, (laughs) like, um, and especially my last frozen embryo transfer of having that miscarriage and having everything, I mean, I had everything lined up, it's supposed to be perfect and work, and it didn't, and so just giving up on, um, you know, especially the holistic stuff, um, and especially the functional medicine side of it that we're really into, the diet and the lifestyle. I'm not talking, you know, when I say holistic, I'm more like acupuncture and reflexology and things mm. that help move the flow of your body and work for some people because they don't have a really deep, deep line root cause issue, right? They just need to get the light and the flow moving in their body, mm. you know, de-stress and get the hormones going again. Or for like people like me and probably like you, like we had to do some really hard work to get that stuff, stuff into play. <laughs> yeah. right? And we're still going. Like it's not like oh we we figured the magic pill, like the magic out. It's like no man, it is a consistent working thing. And um, not giving up on that just because your IVF failed, even though you were doing a paleo diet, mm-hmm. you know. And they're just like, well, it doesn't work. And it's like, well, that's not how IVF or Functional medicine works in the first place. No, it's not part of a
1: dartboard in the dark. It's digging into yeah. It's a targeted approach, not just drinking kale smoothies or you know.
0: (laughs) So yeah, having patience during your journey, um, and you know, like I said before, this is like the missing piece for me, right? This was my missing piece in a lot of my journey, and even thinking like you know, I don't know. I feel like I had a little bit of patience during my IVFs. Not many people take a year out between IVFs. You know, how many people have you seen that go, you know, three or four in one year?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Those people are panicked. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. But having the patients with the functional medicine side of it um, is just really hard to wrap your mind around because you feel like every month you're 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 lost right you're losing time you're losing another chance Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so yeah patience patience is a bitch
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's my achilles heel yeah everything in my whole life do you do you find that your clients like
0: super struggle with this is it always like
1: oh yeah they come in like they're like they're me Me <laughs> yeah that's me
0: and i always get I get nervous um for my clients who want to do the frozen embryo transfers like work for with, with me for like six to eight weeks, and then they want to do the frozen embryo transfer and i'm it's always down to them right like i don't I'm not here to tell you what to do i'm only here to help and guide you. But I definitely get nervous. I know we can't do anything on the embryo side. You know that's done and dusted. We don't have any control over the health of that embryo anymore. But when you have like an issue like us, that your body is is rejecting. You know your body's like, nope, I'm not healthy enough. I always am like, just give it a little bit more time. You know you you can walk away after the situation of no matter what happened. Going, I know I did the you know, the best I can do. And, you know, I'll just keep going.
1: Patience is a, is a huge thing. I think in general and in my life, and I think in a lot of people's, especially in the, in the uh, infertility, you're everyone's past the point when they want to have their child. So there's always this, like, doesn't matter how old they are. They're always in, there's everyone's in a panic. Like if you're 28 or 38, you want to have your family when you want to have your family. So for me with the patient's, um, like I grew up with my dad who was like super impatient to the point where like if you weren't out the, he had stopped the car, got the seatbelt off and if the seatbelt wasn't out, like he, the the car would you know, he'd be gone up the stairs, like totally everything or like just very, very, very impatient. Like go, go, go. And I I've talked about this before, how I was always like in high school, like running, walking really, really quickly. I couldn't really say where I was going or why I wanted to get there quickly, but I wanted to be there first. So like this and it's yeah Uh, so for me it's been this thing for years to work with the patients and when i get frustrated or if i'm getting angry i know it's basically because i'm not happy with where things are right now so it's like to i like this statement if you knew it was going to work out like if you just knew it was going to work out what would you do would you like torture yourself every day by banging your head against the wall and thinking all this shit was gonna go wrong? Or would you be like, okay, it's going to work out, so today I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna feel good today. I, th- I think that stuff is like really, and that's really helped me in my life.
0: Sorry, I'm trying to meet myself out because <laughs> the The garbage trucks i just like cannot win in this place um yeah i've got the gardener outside i've got my neighbor still doing like construction on their place and now i have the garbage men that are just so loud um (laughs) (laughs) oh well sorry guys i know that there's some like sound issues on this podcast and i'm doing my best but um you just we're just gonna have to go with it yeah 100 percent. i mean that's the missing piece that is the missing piece in infertility no matter what kind of journey you're having even adoption man like that is not guaranteed you go and you um do all your paperwork you you know you start connecting with these children and it cannot work it cannot like something can go wrong and especially if you have a birth mom they can change their mind after the baby is born you know like Um, so any type of journey you're going through infertility wise, it's the, the waiting and being patient. And yeah, like if you had that magic crystal ball, it was really funny when, um, when I was a preschool teacher and, um, the girls that I was working with, it got like really hot topic to go and see the psychic and like how amazing she was. And they're like, Monica, you need to go and see if you're going to like have children. And I wouldn't go because my biggest fear one was that she was going to put in my brain that it wasn't going to happen mm. and and they were like well she can't say anything negative to you and i was like yeah but she cannot say something positive to me and then that would just change my whole outlook right like i had to stay focused and believe even if it was like a morsel of like belief and hope that I was going to have children. And this is way before, like, I figured out my root cause, right? Like I was still like drowning in unexplained infertility and two failed IVFs. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go. Like that would just send me on this like slippery slope of not having that confidence. And when you're able to, I don't think you ever become patient during the journey. Like, like, even if you are like a Buddhist monk on a hill, like you are still always thinking about that next month or, you know, when that baby's going to come. But I think what you can do is bring that deep down hope and desire and that core belief that you will have a child. And then that allows you to be able to do all the necessary hard work to fix your fertility if you're, you know, doing a functional medicine approach um, and if you are still using, um, you know, medical assistance on the side to get through the really crappy times of IVF and IUIs and timing and appointments and injections and all that shit, you know, like sometimes we just think IVF is going to pull us forward in our timeline, which in reality, can set us back.
1: Yeah, all that medication in your body's circulating around, and it can take, you know, months to get it back in track. But I think it's for the impatient piece. Is when it keeps popping up, and for me, it is a pattern. And when I'm out of alignment <clears throat> and shit is going wrong, or t- shit's going off to the side, impatient shows up because I'm I'm not happy where I am, and so it's like to, when it keeps when it keeps coming up, and if this is your pattern, to see well what's underneath it is there's fear. So obviously with infertility, there's fear. It's not going to work. There's, there's worry. There's, there's anger, frustration, all these different things. And to get honest about all, all those stuff. And that's why you want to like, I'm like, let's go and do, cause I'm such a planner and a doer. I'm like, let's do it all. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to tell me, tell me exactly what I need to do. I want you to freaking give me the plan and I'm going to like execute. So if that's you, like there is a point to be able to, to, to pull back as a functional approach there is a plan there is it, there you are empowered but also part of that is to have the plan and then you need to sort of release control of how it's going to happen because there's like all this controlling and and you know the masculine energy of doing and making it all happen on your timeline which when it's not then that's creating all that friction and underlying shit so this has taken me years to work this out and it is by no means a perfect thing but if I feel that impatience or like for me it's anger coming up then it's like okay wait where where do I need to get back into place what what's what are those foundational like I talk about in my coaching program these these those big rocks like what's out of alignment for me so the big rocks being things I need to do on a daily basis be it meditation be it walking or working out and eating like at a regular time it's maybe some of those things are haven't been happening um, and then, and then you have when in the big rock, um, ex, um, exercises where you put the big rocks in and then you have, you have room to put the sand, the, the pebbles and the water. But if the sand pebbles and the water are going first, there's no room for the, you know, for the big rocks. So it's to look at those foundational things. What's, what's been missed. And, um, and if you are like racing, like a crazy woman or a couple towards, IVF and and wherever, whatever solution you think it's like wait a minute how do we it's not like it's it's just to kind of you know it's not taking the foot off the gas pedal because you're still moving forward but how do we stop from like racing like a crazy person down the street
0: exactly and I think that's the same with functional medicine right like sometimes people come to us and they're like what do I need to do? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's taken us years to get to a certain level. And if I give you everything that I know, you'll get so overwhelmed okay. you won't do it because it is so overwhelming. So let's like take a step back and put in small little steps and work our way towards this ultimate goal. And I get um super excited for clients who get it right, who like physically say to me, my goal right now is not to have a baby. My goal right now is to be healthy. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) And um, when they also understand that functional medicine isn't a quick fix, you know, we are not going to, you know, for some of us, we're not going to fix you in six weeks. It's not going to happen. You're not going to fix yourself because we don't, we don't fix you. You do it yourself. You have to put in the hard work. Um, But after that six, eight weeks, you know, We reevaluate. How are you feeling? What can we change up? What can we introduce back in? You know, sometimes we do take out a lot and we want to put some stuff back in because it is healthy nutrition, you know, for us. And we figure all that stuff out, but it is about being patient and understanding this is a process. And unfortunately, I think um, with fertility, I think we've always just taken it for granted, even as a society, right? Like, It's our natural, human-born right. That's why we exist in this world is to procreate, and when that kind of that is taken away from us, it is like, like yeah, or just like almost like it's so unfair and damaging, and we want it back right now. But um, it is definitely, uh, obviously, I agree with you. We agree on most things. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just taking that time and, like you say, put in those big boulders and start sprinkling in all the, other cell, uh, all the other stuff around you.
1: Yeah, and it is, even though, you know, we, you and I have done a lot of work on our health, and it has taken years, but you get to, you know, learn from our mistakes because we freaking screwed up so much in the beginning So being able to, to fast track it because in a very short period of time, you can make massive improvements to your egg health, your sperm health, your fertility, and in general, your hormones, your sleep. So it, it is... You know, to me, there's however old you are, things have been going on in your body, and whatever the tipping point for you, may, maybe it was a trauma, maybe it was stress, chronic stress, maybe it was a um, a move, a, whatever it was, something might have been the tipping point to then for you the epigenetic factor of you know um, it's it's affected your fertility. So how do we then figure out what you know dig dig back to see what that is, and then be able to you know, allow the body to heal. And the functional approach is like, where's the healing opportunities? What's been missed? How do we dig dig deeper? And there is some patience to that, but it's, you can, you can notice like massive change in a short period of time.
0: Recognizing those small wins, right? So when most, all of us are going for our ultimate goal is to get pregnant and have a baby. But we're, you know, if you miss all those small wins, like improving your gut health, your sleep, you know, your skin, your hair, your digestion, um, your moods, like all those things are massive small wins and they will collectively add up and reboot your fertility was just, it's always there, right? We're not broken. We're not, you know, missing it. It's just not linked up. So, yeah, I guess I, for me, that is when I look back at my journey that was the big missing piece even with the functional side of stuff is the patience and, you know, just believing and keeping that faith that it does, it does work. It does add up, you know? Um, And I think, you know, my journey is a perfect example of that, of going between two IVFs, taking that time to heal, even though my IVF wasn't successful and I didn't get pregnant and have a baby. I got five beautiful looking embryos where the first time I got none. And my health was much better and you know everything that i just said the list was insane um so yeah so that is our you know number one missing thing uh it's probably not like what you thought we were going to talk about today but um patience and just keep that belief that your body wants to get back to you know a natural a natural state of being super fertile Thank you so much Sarah. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much Sarah for joining us. Um I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Finding Fertility and we will see you next week. A few more things before you go. I'm actually running a little mini competition just here specifically on the podcast. All you need to do to win a free one-on-one coaching session with me That includes filling in the forms, me having a review, us having a chat, and me devising a four-week action plan for you. All you have to do is leave a rating and review down in the show notes on iTunes if that's where you listen to the podcast. I bang on it every single week. This is how the podcast grows and is able to reach other women who are on the same lines of thinking just as you are, ready to take a different approach to getting pregnant. So leave as many as you want and they will be all entered in the draw to win at the end of the month. It is just for the month of April right now. So if you're listening to this in May, the contest is over and I will randomly draw one rating and review out of a hat and that a beautiful woman will get a free one-to-one coaching session with me, Monica Gox. Down in the show notes is where you are going to find all the links to today's episode that's it for me have a beautiful weekend and we'll see you next week